0: You know, what's funny, the thing that had me cracking up all night long was the fact that I go through 20 years of everybody screaming to pass the ball, on the last night, they like, don't pass it. <laughs> this has been, this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart. And uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters, Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training, and Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have, I, I, I can't, there's no way that I could thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out.
1: And we are live. Welcome in, everybody, to Cover the Line podcast Episode seventeen, right here on the Strive Network, and this is a very somber week for all of us fans of sports, fans of um, just life in general, uh, with the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant on Sunday morning. Um, I, I, we pay tribute to him on my other podcast on Monday, but it just, it just doesn't feel right to not continue talking about this for a very very long time I'm going to introduce my fellow co-host here Spencer Galloway he is rocking a Jason Tatum Celtics jersey today but he is a man that understands what the mama did to him for so long and um, it's hard not to have respect Uh,
2: much as I love Jason Tatum I wish I was in my my number eight. Uh, I gotta go get it back. It's not. It's not at home of all times to have it, right? But um, yeah, I've had that jersey for years now. I just love. I always appreciated it. I always appreciate what Kobe uh, did for me personally. Did for uh, basketball. Um, I told Ryan this yesterday on the splash. If if somebody was gonna do it to us, somebody was gonna take away. Take away a. Wound oh yeah! From Somebody's us, gonna stab you in the chest. It may as well be Kobe because it. Couldn't have happened to somebody more more devoted to uh, to the game to the and game. deserving. Nobody, yeah, yeah, nobody more deserving. I mean, uh, just just never was. I think when we throw around the term and when we do debates and all that stuff, I don't think there's any debate when we say that Kobe was the greatest competitor ever.
1: I think, um, and there was. I think he was a testament to he was, he was one of those guys. I was so so larger than life that we all took him for granted. Oh, just guess, because, yes. just because I, I don't think any of us ever thought about this happening. I, I think we thought, Sorry. oh, it's going to be forty years before we even have to consider Kobe passing on passing away. We're like, oh, he's going to be like Bill Russell one day, like just
2: just handing out trophies and
1: handing out trophies, giving out games. Legend. Yeah, and uh, I never had realized. Well, I mean, I like I definitely realized it because I was such a huge fan, but I never really realized the impact that he had on me until this happened because. I had so many Kobe things, yeah, and like the shirts, and I had a picture frame in my closet that I used to sit right here on this dresser that was a picture of Kobe, and he was like blowing his fingers like like he would like had yeah. a gun in it or whatever. And I just remember that I was like, damn, I was like, man, like like I was I was a big time Kobe fan, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I I just never thought that this day would happen where we'd have to think about this and i was telling you i think this is the the biggest loss that i've you know i've been fortunate enough not to have a any real close family members pass away or anything but this one i, was I mean that. this one
2: hurt really bad yeah somebody who hasn't really i've been been blessed as well to mm-hmm. not have to deal with i've never lost a family member uh um uh, so this is this one that really hit home uh for me big loss um, for everybody though. I mean, but like you said, these, these people that we idolize, they kind of feel like superheroes and they get a little bit, they feel like they're invincible and like nothing can yeah. take them away. But um, life happens to everybody and you can't, you can't escape it. Uh, but like I said, like the,
1: what hurts so bad is like he was a hero an icon, a legend. Like we were, we were literally just talking about him. Not not just the night before it happened, but that morning we were talking about LeBron passing him in the all-time scoring list, uh-huh. and it was all respect. Kobe was happy for him. We were happy for everybody. Um, we were like everybody was thinking about how hell, hell of a player Kobe was because it wasn't too long ago he was putting everybody on their ass. You know, it was just a it was just a handful of years ago that he was um, winning championships and. I remember I'll talk about Kobe's 2013 run forever. I re, I just remember I remember that year the 2013 Lakers were not the best team and the teams that he had at the at the end of his career were not very good, but I remember him basically saying in so many words in a post-game interview, "I will die before this team doesn't make the playoffs." <laughs> And he went just zero dark 30 for like 20 games in a row. He played like 48 minutes every yeah. single game for weeks in a row. That 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 year uh, they played
2: Dallas and OKC in the postseason, right? Uh,
1: No. That year Kobe got hurt for the season ended and he didn't play in the Oh, playoffs. no, no, no. Okay. You're uh, thinking about uh, 2011. That's whenever they beat yes. OKC. Yes. They like swept their ass. and But then they got swept by Dallas. Yes. And the semis. Somebody just brought up that Mavericks team. I was telling y'all how underrated that Mavericks team was. That Mavericks team...
2: Older, but so much talent on like. it. Swept
1: the defending champion Lakers. Yes. Beat OKC. And uh-huh. they beat the Heat in, and the, in the, the finals. But... Yeah. That's that 2013... That 2013 Kobe was a different type of animal. And he was going off. And he literally tore his Achilles playing the Warriors like... Carrying his team, absolutely carrying that squad. He was like, I don't give a shit. We're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. I'll die before we don't make the playoffs. And he literally basically in basketball terms died because he can't play with mm-hmm. it. He literally tore his Achilles, Harrison Barnes was guarding him. He got back up, shot two free throws, made them both, and then walked off the floor.
2: You know, I didn't know uh well Kobe was a big like, historian. But today I was listening to a podcast with Ramona Shelburne, who obviously covers the Lakers and did for so many years. Uh, Kobe was big in like Greek mythology, mm-hmm. and he got, like got he did like a super deep dive on like Achilles, like the actual. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After and, that happened to him, uh, yeah. And he he thought of it, and you see what uh, T Mac said on the jump about the conversations they had, where he's like, "I want to die young and I want to be forever oh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's kind of the story of Achilles. He was forever immortalized, and because uh, he was like the ultimate like warrior, mm-hmm. and so Kobe kind of in a way embraced like even his, because that was one of the biggest downfalls of his career. Because it was the beginning of the end for sure.
1: Oh, the Achilles but, injury was the end yeah. of his uh, a f- good pro- playing a f- days. Yes, yeah,
2: because at that point he just had to become a different player.
1: Well, I was, um, I was this is it's just so eerie because I was just talking to my brother about this this weekend like before that happened we were talking i, he, I was like yeah like you know like even kobe's like i i told my brother that um my opinion if you took kobe bryant today i don't think he could dunk and my brother was like why i was like because after he tore that achilles like even that game versus the jazz he had a drive to the in the lane where he was gonna throw that puppy down but he just <laughs> could not get up anymore so he just like laid it in
2: yeah, I He's, think he gets. I think in perfect conditions he could he, he, well, he did play like, I think forty two minutes that game, and you could see it. Over oh, like, the I Jazz, watched it last night. It was oh, yeah. so awesome. People, that was really cool what they did. Um, and I love that they kept the commercial breaks to a minimum, and then they played the fourth quarter and it's, oh, really? it's a totality, and everybody's like live tweeting the game and like. Somebody guards Shelvin Mack. Yeah. Like, it takes you yeah. back in time to like. Dude, well, I remember sitting on this very bed watching running. that game on this TV just like yesterday. Yep. I was in a different room at that time. I was yeah. downstairs in a little bitty room watching it on the TV and just. That was the same night that the, that the
1: Warriors broke the all-time win record, but nobody yeah. cared. I promise nobody cared. Nobody was watching yeah. that game.
2: No, it was cool that that same podcast I was talking about. Uh, there was a big war inside of ESPN that night. As to do we put the seventy three win yeah. game on ESPN or ESPN two with Kobe and they they put Kobe on ESPN if two there was no, and uh, they put Kobe on ESPN two they did looking back like that's really silly right because I mean it was just that was just another game for the Warriors and they were gonna play next I could have swore
1: Kobe was on regular ESPN now
2: nah, they put him on two uh, Rachel Nichols and uh, Ramona Shelburne said, well, it doesn't matter. We're going to go to – because they were assigning who goes yeah. where. They said, well, we're going go to go see Kobe. even if- Maybe that's true because
1: Mike Tarico and – Mike Tirico, and, um, Mike Tirico and, some, and another legendary guy called that game. It wasn't Breen, Gundy, and Jackson. Yeah. They, they were probably the the headline that, group. Yeah, yeah, but they had a legendary call of that game that night. Yes. I just I, – I watched that game all night, the entire game. I remember – Everybody was at that game. And Jay-Z,
2: oh it was really cool to see that uh Jay-Z was was courtside of course and he had the the neighborhood cap on yeah. uh from from Nipsey. Um oh, and you, real, you go yeah. back in time he's like that's like that's crazy. Yeah. That dude we've lost both of them since then it was like, such a short time. But I remember
1: watching that game like and that wasn't that wasn't like a charity game. The Jazz had to win that game to make the playoffs.
2: They were forty and forty-one, and they yes. were going to be. They were trying to be five hundred to make the playoffs. Uh, yes,
1: they lose that game. They don't make it. They win. They make it. They were not trying to give Kobe no easy bucket. This is a
2: good, good uh, anecdote about that. Gordon Hayward was still in Jazz this time. He's uh, the he was leading that year. Was on the the All Star team. On that last shot, that free throw, mm-hmm. uh, it's said that he he stuck his leg out to get a lane violation in case he missed it. Uh, and, uh, I think it was actually Tirico that said it in that broadcast last night and Hayward went to Twitter to say, that's just not true at all. Like, uh, Kobe got 60 on me and I didn't give him anything for free because if I did that, Kobe would have disre- would disrespect me if I, if I tried to give, give him that. Oh yeah. So he, he because was, it was, Co- Kobe... that's how they honored him by just playing hard, nothing for free. You know. Kobe gave Jordan
1: 55 in the last time they yes. played each other. Like, yeah, it was like, if you went soft uh, on me, then I'm not gonna respect yeah. you. So yeah. So yeah, the J- cool. I remember the Jazz had to win that game to make the playoffs.
2: That was a weird and team. The
1: the Jazz were up most of the game. Yeah. The Jazz were up most of the game and they by cut. a
2: large margin. Yeah. Double digits. Mamba for most went of
1: Mamba though in that fourth quarter. I remember dude, he just started draining threes. Yes. And then he was
2: going, he, all he wanted was the three that night <laughs> and
1: yeah. he got it. And then he, then he had that move at the, like the very end, his last field goal he'd ever make where he went to the elbow and just hit the uh-huh. jumper or whatever to go up. And just like looking at, I remember seeing his wife and his kids there at the time, looking at how little that his daughter was that had yes. passed away was at that time. I was like, Whoa, she grew up a lot real fast. And
2: she was just going nuts on the sideline every time. Yeah. Kobe would score. And Yeah that was amazing uh, but it was weird to watch that game back because it's a movie that you know the ending of right mm-hmm. but you still are just thrilled to watch it because with three minutes left Kobe's at like at like uh, I think 46 47 points and you're like yeah. he's gonna he get to 60 he turned it on he's still gonna get to 60 and all the time they're like okay Kobe's trying to get 40 oh Kobe's trying to get 50 yeah and then they, they I remember never the one said he's gonna get 60 so
1: there's no way he's gonna go for 50 tonight <laughs> It's like lord 50. 60
2: was one of the t- his highest scoring games ever was that last game yeah that was the most field goal attempts and then one of the highest scoring games he ever yeah had. dude he, he just they were just giving he him just, the rock that last he game. had to um that team wasn't that team wouldn't have won that game if he didn't do that i mean the oh, hell no dude. 60 and a win they you that, think jordan hill has gonna carry them to the win <laughs> that was roy roy hibbert there's a lot of names on that roster yeah. jordan like, oh, wow. clarkson that was a different time uh yep absolutely that was, yeah that was their 17th win that season so i mean
1: <laughs> yeah they were they were bad kobe's last couple years they were bad but yeah. it, they didn't get really bad until after he tore that achilles i think i believe he had to sit out an entire year yeah when he did that and that then stuff. uh by the time he got back he he slowed down quite a bit after the achilles injury which makes you uh you know question kevin durant and pray for his great recovery but kobe right for that achilles injury was just as mm-hmm. good i think as he ever was
2: yeah i was actually really uh curious about kd uh he spoke out today uh at, like media day mm-hmm. like Kyrie, who obviously was very close kobe even said before um, that he was closest with Kyrie in the league yeah, like, uh, yeah. i didn't know until now but Kobe, or Kyrie FaceTimed him right after the, the shot in game seven to come back from 3-1. Oh, really? As soon as they got to the locker room, confetti, champagne blowing, yeah, he facetimes yeah. Kobe. And was,
1: oh, and that was the same year that Kobe's final game was.
2: Yes, and he yeah. was like, he was like freaking out, like fanboying over him. and So that was cool. And so Kyrie just walked past media today. I don't know if he's going to, you were talking about potential, like he may, it may he may take some time off and, yeah. and I don't think anybody would hold that against him or anybody, but yeah. uh yeah
1: i think uh cj McCollum made a good point where he said basically along the lines of you know we do have a job and we are getting paid to do our jobs but it's tough yeah i mean you know
2: to ask it's, anybody to go to work that day yeah, especially it's tough i, I loved
1: mean, all the 24 second violations i just want to know how, how long we're gonna keep doing this cause, like i wanted to keep going on for a long time like
2: uh, i think every team was gonna do it like probably once um my yeah dude. it's cool honestly i would i was not against that idea though to cancel a game for everybody oh, i know and the not 81 even 81 game season like, yes the 81 is awesome but also just to like you know we have labor day for a reason we have yeah. memorial day for a reason yeah. like just to show a sign of like we can take a day off for this i mean think about all the short season we have because of lockouts and those are just yeah. petty reasons like this is actually important you know it was a big deal um And that day off that we take could just be like a Kobe day, like run like an eight hour special on TNT and ESPN, like of just moments and people come up and speak. Yeah, I think we definitely uh, need something like that, and we'll get it. I know it's gonna happen. Um,
1: I I was like, I still get real sad about it, but I I feel like I'm a little bit more put together right now. I feel okay. But uh, yeah, it's just so. It's just so. I say that, but also
2: like, as soon as you feel like that, you feel like okay, like oh yeah, yeah. You just then see you, then some, somebody something. shares a video you forgot about, yeah, of like an interview or a speech or something you shared, or even just like a like one a of your shot. favorite games, yeah. You know, no. It takes you back to that moment, and you're like, oh god,
1: dude. So, like I mean, Kobe had been out of the league now for a couple of years, where I finally had a time I was really starting to sit together. The past, you know, a couple of years, and really started to think about what was my favorite Kobe moments like, um, and I really started to study a lot of his old games. Some of my favorites, like I said, like we talked about on this podcast before, <laughs> long before he was gone. Uh, I remember when he buried the Suns, and like that was a legit rivalry. Them and the Suns, Spurs and the Suns, mm-hmm. Lakers and the Spurs, of course. Like that was like a three headed monster in the Western Conference, and I remember that year the Lakers were a seven seed. Now they did lose a series. Um, and the Suns were a two seed. And, uh, uh, the, it was one of those years that like Shaq had just left the Lakers. And so the Lakers didn't really have many pieces other than Not Kobe. A lot of time t- they struggled to, to get in the playoffs. A lot of those years in between Shaq and Pau Gasol. Yeah. Um, by the time they gave him pieces back again, it was right back to the championship. But, uh, I think that game he drove and scored a last second bucket to take the game to overtime yeah he drove right at the cup laid it in to force the game to overtime and then uh, in overtime there was like seven or eight seconds left and they had it they had a tie up and so like they, they tipped the ball up at half court and the Lakers won the tip Kobe got the ball immediately and there was like seven seconds left and I, and there wasn't a chance in hell no way absolutely no way in how Kobe was passing that ball no way he got that rock and he was taking that shot and they were i think they were down one i believe and Kobe takes it and and dribbles to the the right corner fade away boom uh-huh. for the win dude and that was the that was the game winner whenever he like ripped his jersey and started like screaming or whatever i mean it was just like some legit and then... Um,
2: it was cold-blooded in all in that era. Just
1: Yeah. He ripped hard. I, I don't out. remember... Uh, it was the 08 Finals or the 2010 Finals, but there was a game in Boston where he hit a dagger with like six or seven seconds left to end the game.
2: <laughs> Both years so there daggers.
1: Jeez. Bye-bye Celtics that night. Uh, the Celtics were good in 08. And the Lakers were good in 08. They were
2: legitimately probably the best team in 08. So, the Celtics? Yes. Um, yeah, they were good in 08. In that 2010, was... they came back and got them. And it's actually kind of weird to see that because we see these teams get put together so quickly. Like these, like uh, when you assemble yeah. a star, a star, a star. Celtics that first year got was together, haul, but
1: they they did it quick, quick. Um, I remember them playing the Pistons in the conference finals that year, and I was I was like I was hyped about that series. The Pistons still had Rip Hamilton at that time, Rasheed, Ben Wallace, Chauncey. Yeah, those
2: were um, some fun Pistons. Teams. Yeah, those are
1: some legit teams. You just think, like, I mean, you think about, you know, Kobe was a lot bigger than a basketball player, but I really like talking about his basketball career, like that era that he was playing in, you know, in the beginning of his career, he did play against Jordan, and then he had to face Duncan Spurs for his entire career, the Suns, Mello's Nuggets, Dirk and the Maps, yeah. the Pistons, uh, I mean...
2: Yeah, I mean the stars. Even
1: that... even uh, Lebron's Cavs, even Dwight's Magic, even Lebron and Wade with the Heat. He had a deal with them those yeah. c- last couple of years. Um,
2: I like the Team USA. Uh, looking back at that, the Redeem Team. Oh yeah, the oh eight. The they...
1: 08, Kobe was the leader. That the best. Yes, part because on that
2: team. yeah, head and shoulders at that time. Like he was definitively still the best. Like Lebron was yeah. coming. Wade was right there. Uh, Kobe was the best player in the world though in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because, for those first years in the league, he's taking down these players that you mentioned, like Melo, AI, uh, Duncan. Oh yeah, um, Allen Iverson too. Uh, I, I, it's just so hard to like not love Allen Iverson right now. Like, you see that headline? He got, he got yeah, his his uh, his own home got robbed. Yeah, I saw that's that. ridiculous. And uh, but the way that uh he was able to unify players it was like the same guys he's like just going at on the court like verbally and Alan then, Iverson no uh oh, um, Kobe Kobe just yeah he's ripping these guys every night and then he's like okay for this summer let's all get together and let's oh let's yeah. Go yeah, win yeah. And go medal. yeah. And then again in twenty twelve they did it.
1: Um by twenty twelve the Olympics was I would say I said that team was LeBron and Melo's team.
2: Yeah it's actually uh well I mean it's cool to see the 08 to 2012 transition because Kobe was the best player at that time in 08, mm-hmm. but still was like, he was still another guy in the league. Well, not like another guy, but he kind of fit in with that group. But then by 2012, he was very much like up here now. Oh yeah. He was yeah. like, he was getting that immortal era. Like he like, was still, cause he won all his five, five titles. Yeah, he had won
1: those two chips. He had
2: done much of his career was put behind him. Mm-hmm. And so he was, uh, he was already reaching that idol status. while I think in 2012, that was around there.
1: the time that Kobe was putting Nash and Dwight on the Lakers, and he was trying to go for more.
2: Oh, he was never done. Yeah,
1: he he still smelled blood. It wasn't until he got injured in 13 that he he sat out that year because he was hurt, and by the, when he came back, the team was pretty much uh, gutted.
2: It's still weird though to think about that that team. Um, the Nash Kobe Dwight Lakers I remember the day it happened I was actually I was in Houston uh, same with my parents and uh it happens like bang bang they make the moves. I'll be the first to tell you yeah. oh man I was dead wrong but I was like championship Steve Nash is already really watched and I, and I love Steve Nash uh I love Dwight obviously but the only reason I thought that was like oh, okay this is because yeah. Kobe because Kobe just needed something. And that yeah. was something at that time. Like those yeah. were those pieces were good enough. It felt like, but it just never. Well, worked Dwight out. was
1: like still considered like in his prime, like one of the best. I think he well, got traded. He got traded from Orlando to the, to the Lakers, yes. right? Um, yeah, he just never really
2: quite. Well, that was the first year he started to really deal with injury. Yeah, and it was also really hard on him because that's all Kobe wanted was to play with. A healthy team to, mm-hmm. to like you said to go get more and when when Dwight like physically couldn't it caused a lot of friction i
1: forget that dwight played with uh the rockets after that huh, i don't because every time that <laughs> i don't every time that i watch the lillard game winner
2: you, you see dwight i like, see dwight down there huh? like oh i remember he was yeah. on the rockets um it is but, cool now to see dwight back on the lakers kind of redeeming himself because he's playing yeah. great uh, yeah in a different stage of his career but and he's gonna be in the dunk contest, so uh, yeah. It would actually be cool to see if he like if he did something for Kobe, because to symbolize their relationship, the Lakers. Um, well, I don't think they
1: had the I don't think they had the best relationship. Well, they patched but... things up though. Oh yeah, they, they did. They did. They did. They finished on good terms. Because uh, when when Dwight went off to the Rockets, that was no, the game. Yeah, there was, it was they. There was ugly times. It was like 2012. Kobe was still a monster in 12, and he, yeah, it was. I remember he kept calling Dwight soft. Like, remember that video of him on the bench? Soft, soft, looking at Dwight. (laughs) It was like, oh, man.
2: Uh, I loved it. No, that'd be cool, though. Uh, Because he's going to be... Because Kobe won... totally forget you just forget his accolades just read his just read his wikipedia page you know, and be like oh totally forgot that but he did one that he won the slam dunk contest in 97 and
1: uh oh when he was a young cat he was yeah. vibrant well he
2: had the most bounce in the league oh yeah he could um, get
1: up when he when he first got in the nba i would say it wasn't even until probably '10 like that he started winning championships but then he kind of switched his play style to a little bit more of the uh Mid-range footwork, mm-hmm. post-ups, jump shooting—that yeah. type of stuff. Very but
2: artistic in his attack. Still
1: at 06, 07, uh, Whenever he was putting up all his points, he was still—he was still springy. He mm-hmm. was still getting up and dunking a lot. Um, but even just his life outside of basketball, you know, I just got the overwhelming feeling that well, his... everybody
2: has some something from him. Yeah. whether you're a sports fan or not whether you watched him or not like everybody has something to take away because it was felt by everybody globally uh, you didn't have to watch basketball to appreciate like what he did you just really you really didn't yeah I saw um, people that I know never watched basketball yes, but, like, but they're like oh wow cause yeah and if you didn't you knew somebody who really did mm-hmm. like you like just you know somebody who appreciated what he did yeah, and if you didn't, or by now people are going back, and that's all the YouTube trending pages, like Kobe clips. It's crazy, of games like, and stuff, and that's good. Like, I always hate when people say, like, like it happens a lot in music. Like, if somebody dies, and then people are like, oh, now all you are, like, yeah, but that, fans. Of- I never felt
1: that with Kobe. I knew that we were all Kobe fans. Yes, like um, I never once had a single bone in my body that's like, oh, now all y'all, now all y'all like Kobe. I yeah. knew that everybody liked Kobe. Um.
2: But that's good. Like, go back. We should not like leave these things to just sit. He gave us a lifetime of stuff that we need to appreciate. The way I look at it is,
1: I was reflecting on his career and his life, way like before this happened. Weeks ago, I was watching his highlights. Months ago, I was watching his old games, Mm -hmm. highlights, and all that. So I'm just gonna keep doing it because nothing's gonna be different. Mm -hmm. I always talked about him and dude, I sucked at basketball
2: as a kid. Like in perspective, yeah. But like, I spent. You wanted to be like my like tiny though. little driveway i have no and you've seen my driveway it's yeah not, it's not paved at all but yeah. i got that little little square of like solid pavement yeah, yeah. i'm doing like post that's phase. You were kobe. i'm trying to do post phase i'm trying to do the pull up Good i not like kobe but like that's all you Dude, want. everybody all you wanted to do yeah was to be like that because he symbolized so much everybody wanted to be kobe everybody wanted to be kobe at some point
0: everybody doing the
2: the fadeaways and the dude i went back out to the court yesterday just doing the same stuff i did when i was 11 12 yep. 13 dude there was kids that were like basically like
1: i didn't have an inkling of athletic in their life and they never played basketball yet everybody knew that when you had a piece of trash you just yell kobe it was instinctive it was like instinctive it was like who like there's kids that if you if you even ask them who's kobe was, they'd yeah. be like i guess he i don't know, basketball player play for the yeah. Lakers, but they don't they don't really know. They would just yeah. know that when they were dealing not with, even
2: knowing what he looks like, maybe and just when they
1: were doing shooting sling in the trash like any any type of like, like La- laundry baskets. Like fade away, always. like uh always like I have no business shooting this, Kobe. Yeah. Like because I think now if you look at it, Steph revolutionized the game like nobody way. else. Steph with that the threes and the crazy range, but like Kobe was the guy that like had the audacity to take some of those shots. Yeah, it's like damn, like like there there'd be Kobe moves where he would,
2: you would just be like, how the hell did he even get that ball off? Like uh-huh. just the, any like the, it, the upper body like strength yeah. to. Even when you could, yeah. he couldn't jump to get up shooting yeah. off his
1: off foot one footed like going to his weak side it didn't matter I he could have
2: like, so, he could have sat like flat footed at the opposite free throw line and yep. just thrown it up there something uh, kind of like about Steph like what you said uh, the relatability like for basketball fans like nobody can be like LeBron because he's exactly. a physical beast and although Kobe is six six. He, he, a lot of what he did was, like, an art form. And it was, like, you, yes. can, you can learn the footwork. You can learn yeah. the, the shooting form. Same thing with Steph. Steph's, like, 6'3". He's a lot more relatable to kids now because he doesn't yeah. dominate with his athleticism. But that was the same thing with Kobe. Like, you could learn to, to do stuff like him. And so it, it, it humanized him more so than, like, a LeBron or a 7-footer. Like, you know, you can't be wilt. No, yeah, you, know, you cuz you can't be you can't be like that. That's what yeah. I said like growing up, you know, LeBron LeBron's
1: been a big deal our entire lives. He's the man. I love LeBron. I'm a huge fan like mm-hmm. and I'll never give him less than absolute praise. Um and now's a time where we really should take all of our heroes, you appreciate know, Carmelo, him. Dwayne Wade, Tim Duncan, mm-hmm. LeBron James, all these guys and appreciate them, but like like you said nobody like, to me, that I, like, me personally, like, that I grew up around was really trying to be LeBron because LeBron was, like, just LeBron. Like, it was, like, 6'8". You can't be LeBron. Locomotive, like, like he's a physical specimen, but Kobe is a lot like Jordan, but Jordan was too old for us, but Kobe was us. Mm-hmm. Like, he was different than MJ, but he wanted to be M- like MJ. There's no doubt about it, and Kobe would agree with that. Um, but just the, like you said, like just watching him dance, like on the floor, mm-hmm. like just giving you moves. So and he's, like,
2: he's like a dancer. He's like performing. Like I
1: remember the game where it was like probably the, oh, it may have been really late in his career. It may have been that last season or the year before last they were playing the Pelicans. So it's been a while cause they were already the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. They already made that switch and he tore his rotator cuff in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. So his right arm is might as well cut it off. Yeah, it's just he started insane. giving fools left-handed jumpers and finished the game. Like he just started playing with his left hand the rest of the game. But they said he was highly ambidextrous, and he practiced that a lot. Yes, like even when his right, even when his way he was perfectly healthy, he would still take left-handed shots every now just and then. Kind of keep it, keep it just warm, keep it trained. Just because the way Kobe would move, sometimes the left hand was just well, a little about, bit more yeah, convenient think to about shoot how from. Much
2: that adds. Because now oh, you can yeah. attack from both sides of the floor. You want
1: to take away that's this what LeBron side. Does a lot. I got like this LeBron, side.
2: I think LeBron could legitimately. Because he is everything. Because I think he's like. Uh, I think he writes with his right, but does a lot with his left. But yeah, that that's a skill set that very few players have. Well, I
1: think. You know, I think LeBron, a lot of times, he'll easily finish left hand, like at the rim or a hook yeah. or anything. I don't think LeBron's shooting left handed jumpers, like actual Not jump shots. For sure. Yeah. Literally, Kobe was. So badass to like you took away his what you thought was his entire game by carrying that cup. Kobe could have played one-handed.
2: He could have. Oh yeah, and he just started shooting lefty jumpers, kind of like Shaq Griffin in the NFL. He yeah, he could do that. Absolutely, he could do that.
1: I remember that. I remember like I remember just thinking that was so amazing. Um, Just like you said, like Jordan was too old for us. Now, granted, I still wear Air Jordan sneakers, and we all like. I watch Jordan play, yeah. and I'll be honest, watching him play is unbelievable because Michael Jordan
2: thinks he did. Do he like different.
1: glided on the floor? Like you ever watch Jordan yeah. play? And you're like, how do you
2: move like? It's like that? watching Michael Jackson like dance. Cause yes, the the like it's almost like he's moonwalking across a basketball court because he.
1: Yeah, I I I watched a Jordan game earlier this week. I don't know why. Like, it was literally a random game for the 1997 season. It's awesome. Like a random game. The whole game was That's on YouTube. That's entertainment, though. I was like, okay, I'll watch a little bit. And I watched a couple quarters. And this was no highlight tapes. This was no... I don't even know how many how many points he had that game. It was a good with the bad. But it was I was a just game. I was just watching him. And I was like, man, this dude could move.
2: Like, he would get the rebound yeah. and just, like, glide down the floor. I was like... That's why I'm excited for uh, to have NBA TV, to see these, like, full games. I think about it like this. Uh... Sports and music are like synonymous. Truly, highlights are kind of like singles, but full yeah. games are like albums in a way. The full game is you want to You need to go back and watch these full games because you can see the mannerisms. You can see how other players respond. Like nobody uh,
1: likes just seeing a highlight tape. You nah. like I want to see Kobe Brick all those shots. Like I mean, because when part he of hits the one at what?
2: When he hits the one at the buzzer, it adds so much more meaning. Yeah, dude. Like when he, he missed the last five shots and he sunk this thing from yeah the art. Same thing Come with on. Jordan. People
1: love to romantic like michael jordan's incredible but they people act like he never missed yes watch jordan games first three quarters clank 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 and then
2: you get it's it get you and it, it's really it's it's nothing but like fan perception because michael embraced that he's like i missed a lot of shots i missed a yeah. lot more shots yeah. than uh, i made when it came to like uh, yeah I mean, <sighs> they
1: all did they all missed a bunch of shots but, yeah, you can't – like, if you just look at a highlight tape, you'll never get the full perspective.
2: You won't understand. I
1: honestly – like, you I told you – get it. I think before we started rolling, I told you that I was already kind of, like, thinking I really need to go back and watch, like, 07 to 2010 NBA because that's when I got into the league. That's really cool. And when I got into the league, there was only – there was one man and there was one team. Kobe Bryant was the man and the Boston Celtics were the team. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first got into the NBA, LeBron was cool, but uh, he was still kind of a kid. Yeah, he yeah. was like, you know, I remember LeBron shot her from around the world, 09 risk the magic, game two. He got that <laughs> sucker, boom. Uh, such a quick release. I still can't believe shot. we never got a Kobe Braun NBA Finals in 09. I think the Lakers would have beat him probably pretty easily, but I would have still loved to have seen that. Are you kidding me? that be awesome. Um, but... Yeah, that that era NBA, like I said, Kobe Bryant was the man in the Celtics. Once they formed that big three, they were they were they were the team they need. were the team to be for um, sure.
2: And I think it's important to think about uh, the NBA today, and we see players move like crazy. Mm-hmm. They shuffle around, and yeah. it's no disrespect to the era. Uh,
1: it's just, it's just. Well, a lot of you, players, it's not even their choice; that is get traded. Everywhere. Yeah,
2: but also, like, it's kind of, it is in a way, kind of what you have to do now. But think about Kobe. There were times... and there were times where like it looked like he wouldn't be a Laker for life, but he ended up doing it. I don't America.
1: remember those times because that was before I really got yeah. into the game. And it,
2: but, but the fact that he did it, and you could tell there was a, probably, I think, when Shaq left, there was a point where he's like, "Okay, I'm doing it now." Like. I'm going to be a Laker forever. And even when he couldn't put the team around him together that he wanted, or he couldn't get a good roster, he just took you it. Think about and it. ran with it. Like I said, after Shaq left, Shaq left it for the 04 finals. They lost to
1: um, the Pistons. The Pistons, right. The Pistons won in 04, and they lost the next year to the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, those 05, 06, 07, that three year stretch for Kobe, that was tough. Most players would have bounced out of town. Yes. Shaq left. This their second best player was probably Smush Parker. Think about that. Because that game that he dropped 81, think about him that. and Smush combined for like the most points for a duo that year. Kobe had 81 and Smush had 12. <laughs> like that those three years now, granted, those are the years that Kobe was putting up numbers. I think he averaged like 38 a year, right? Uh, like
2: yeah, he, he averaged thirty one in one year, then thirty six the next. Like, to think about, like, the roster around him. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that... He's uh, he, drawing all the attention the He whole missed game. the playoffs
1: one of those three years. But the other two, they, they kind of squeaked in. Scratched by. But, I mean, Lord. Like, I mean, these these teams were... Gar- like, basically, they were garbage. Yes. And then he then they, the Lakers went ahead and got a pal. And they got, you know... Uh, they picked up met Ron Artest. Mm-hmm. They picked up uh, Andrew Bynum. Um, I think Derek Fisher was on the team the entire time. Yeah, he was but Derek D. Fish, um, Luke, Luke Walton, Sasha Vujicic, Lamar Odom. <laughs> Boy, Lamar was dirty. Um, and they went ahead, the, and the second they got Kobe Pieces back to the finals, lost, yeah. came back the next year, won, came back the next year, won. And then in 11, I believe that if you was think about it. when they started getting hurt a little bit. And then the Mavericks were just trailblazing that year. There was nothing the Lakers could have done that year. The Mavericks, yeah. that was their time. And then in twelve, that was when they that's when they got the Nash Dwight team together. Uh-huh. They kind of got hurt. They were still together in 13, I believe. But they were really injury, injury plagued. And that was the year where
2: Kobe was just like, I'm this team's gonna get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. There was there was a stretch there where it felt like where it was kind of anybody's league, like anybody could have won that title that year if they were just good enough. Eleven? Uh, no. Yes, but also I'm talking more of that mid 2000s stretch, like that. Oh, when yeah. the Pistons got to the finals twice,
1: like the Spurs and the Lakers were fighting at the Western Conference Finals, right. for years. So think about
2: if Kobe did have like one more player.
1: It was a competitive league. I wouldn't. I would never say that I thought Kobe could have like six or seven, or eight peated or something like that. The Spurs were too no. good.
2: Never consecutively, but... the
1: Kobe was the only reason why the Spurs never won back-to-backs. Yes. And like, like Kobe said, like they'd ask him, do you have any regrets? Absolutely not. I gave it everything I possibly could. Like he said in the all the smoke interview with Matt and, and uh, Steve Jackson, he said, dude, the Spurs were tough. The Suns were tough. The Mavericks were tough. The Pistons it's were tough. It's also important
2: to note like the teams that were being assembled were built with like one thing in mind and that was just to beat Kobe Bryant. They were assembled to, to beat the Lakers. To have yeah. somebody who could stop, could have enough people on a roster who could, you could throw at him to stop him. Yes, and the Vince have enough were built. offensive firepower in the back to, yeah. just to topple yeah. whatever he was throwing at you. Cause I was thinking about it, I would say um,
1: the best players in the world, I'll just start Michael Jordan, I would say Michael Jordan was probably the best player in the world around '89, and then he was the best player in the world until he, until he left the Bulls in '98, and then from '90 90, from '99 to 2003 probably was probably Shaquille O'Neal. I would say mm. was probably the best player in the world. Um, Nothing you could do. with Allen that. Iverson maybe could could play. Tim Duncan could probably play uh in the mix probably Shaq but from 03 to 2010 for sure Kobe Bryant was the best player in the world yeah for that time he definitely held his own as it and then i era. would say the the they lost they got swept by the mavs in 11 i would say lebron probably picked up cuz i the, the he were good in 11 but LeBron definitely choked in the finals that year. There's no doubt about it. So maybe I'll give Kobe 11. But from 2012 until I think today, as we speak, I think LeBron's been the best player in the world. So, you know, you think about this tragic loss. We would, I, this is such a big deal. And there is only, like we were saying, like LeBron James, the way he, you know, paid tribute to, to Kobe the way he did. In my opinion, I respect the hell out of Magic Johnson. I love Magic Johnson. I love Kareem. I love Larry Bird. I love a lot of guys. But I would say there was only two guys that absolutely had their heartbeat on the entire sports world. And, uh, and Michael Jordan has kind of been out of the public light for a while now he's kind of laid a low you know he's kind of just yeah. ran his team kobe was still very much in our lives and and younger yes. but i would say michael jordan and kobe bryant were the two biggest uh basketball personalities at, like in the world like right now that weren't active
2: mm. and that's, that's uh, why
1: it this like hurts so bad
2: because like kobe uh michael really Michael played for a long time, and impacted a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. and so many people today will tell you, I've never seen people seen somebody do what Michael did, and uh, he's the most
1: influential player to ever play the game. It's not even close.
2: I mean, basketball was huge before him, but not like that. Oh,
1: yeah, like I can't was wait for that big. ten part. I can't wait for that ten part doc that comes out this summer for what? Thirty for thirty over the Bulls, Michael really? Jordan. Yeah, you haven't seen the commercials for it? No. I mean, they got everybody doing interviews for that thing. I think Kobe might have interviews in that series. Like they have everybody in that series. Like I cannot wait to watch that thing. That'd be crazy. I just, um, it's so much bigger than basketball. But I like talking about basketball because I genuinely have so much respect for that era.
2: Well, basketball's really, it's not like any other sport. It was. Think, it's high. It's highly
1: personal. It's individual. A see lot of times. Your,
2: you connect with these players the most because they're not in a in a helmet or You're uh, right. wearing a cap. You see them. They also do the most media easily mm-hmm. before, after, during these during these games they're giving uh you know, talks. And like it happens in other sports like the NFL, but you still don't feel that same connection because after a big shot, you can see their expressions. Yeah. In the NFL, Tom Brady throws a touchdown. He's doing yeah. this. But, like, you know, how as connected. Um, Shoes and apparel. Nobody does that like basketball does.
1: I was just thinking Um, uh, Kobe hadn't really released sneakers much since he stopped playing. The last ones were the
2: 80s, right? Well, there's a lot of, like, uh, different – because, you know, they did one, two, three, four, five all the way up he had
1: adidas shoes and then he switched over to nike yeah uh-huh,
2: but also yeah like the 80s there were a lot of different like trainer style shoes that kept yeah. releasing the um, last
1: kobe yeah. was the kobe 11 that's the one he played that last game and yeah
2: i remember those shoes i remember the day after his last game
1: those shoes that he wore those uh triple blocks of the gold swoosh <laughs> those joints were going for like a thousand dollars they're i mean they were high they've gone down but I'm sure they're back up no, now. No, StockX,
2: StockX has shoes listed just shy of a million dollars. I don't know Which if it's ridiculous. So like nobody that, will ever but, pay that. But um, um, Now, at auction, not on StockX because who's going to trust StockX with all that money? But there's going to be auction sales that blow mines. Uh, I, I think uh, – Like I said, I'm going to get <laughs> –
1: It's just it, you, a lot of times you can't even put it into words how big and tragic of a loss this is well, because
2: said so much as a nation of in a, like the world said so much in the past 48 hours but it's still not enough i mean
1: yeah you think about like that video of him and his daughter look like, at that game and he was just like breaking down the game for her that that and
2: that started trending less than a month ago it was
1: yeah yeah that was a hilarious video when it came out and everybody was kind of talking about it yeah and it's now, and now now that video has a completely
2: that should be in a and that's for hall of fame on repeat on a big screen TV. Like, yeah. Um, He was
1: just, he was just a very, very big deal. And he, he impacted a lot of people. He was just one of those guys that like, I knew that his second, his, his career coming was somehow Maybe. going to be better than his playing career. He'd already won Oscar. He was writing books. I mean, I just knew that Mambo was going to do something crazy in the yeah. next 20 years. I was like, I was like, He's going to become a billionaire. I have absolutely. <laughs> in his
2: own words. Uh, who knows
1: how many movies he's going to make, how many books he's going to write, uh, if he's going to coach his daughter in the WNBA, you know, what type of. If she's going to potentially be the greatest women's basketball player. So he could player.
2: have taken that Mamba Academy team and taken most of those girls probably with him to the league. I mean, seriously. The, the, what he did. And who knows? He, he was would've. so involved. He didn't just want to coach a team. He wanted to be involved in everything. The the teaching, the training. He wanted to be involved with it to share. Yeah. And who's got more basketball knowledge than Kobe Bryant? And he wanted to share it. Like there's
1: less than a handful of people on the planet who know as much about basketball as Kobe I, Bryant. I
2: haven't seen I've seen I got an ESPN plus uh subscription whenever he started doing his detail because you needed oh, it. Oh detail. I got it just for that. And I haven't watched. I haven't even watched Peyton all. Peyton Manning of it. was
1: really incredible but, with that too. He but Kobe, yeah, yeah because the detail.
2: He's even highlighting the screen as he's doing, it and I'm still like, okay, I still don't know what. you're Like what? Yeah. And then these yep. players that like get them done on them, they're like,
1: Yo, I didn't even notice that. Whoa. no
2: <laughs> Like I've seen that play. Like we watched that back in film, yeah. and we didn't even catch yeah. that. Uh, he was an he. Yeah, he was animalistic
1: in the sense that. I remember he I remember just like me and my brother me and my brother used to razz Kobe a little bit. We'd be like, ah, I don't know if Kobe's like like my brother thought Kobe was capping when Kobe said he would listen to Hall- the Halloween theme song before he'd play. Really? I was like I was like <laughs> Kobe. And then he'd talk about they asked him who the toughest player to guard ever was, and he said Kevin Durant. And he yeah. said he said because he would always watch Kevin Durant's footwork and he would always try to to pinpoint what his next step was going to be, but he never could quite get the timing down. And that's just like how deep Kobe took the game. Like he would study players, and they always say, You can look at the feet, and the feet won't lie. And so he like a lot of times, I think he would learn a player's first step and then know what to take away the first step. And then, but he would always say, coming to right, he just could never get that timing down.
2: Well, what we talk about so much, and rightfully so, uh, was his. Amazing offense. Uh, he had every tool that a player could possibly have, but we forget that Kobe Bryant won nine All First Team uh, defense. Like, he, yeah, he's one of the best perimeter defenders ever. Dude, I'm Do telling you, know how you bro, much energy you have to exert to to be great on both ends. Yeah, I, I love James Harden to death. I, I would, was just talking about that yesterday, but
1: I said James Harden. There's a
2: big difference between uh, James Harden and Kobe Bryant. Because Kobe Bryant gave the same effort on both ends of the floor. Yeah, um, that players today just.
1: I love James Harden. I will never. I don't like disrespecting James Harden. He's an a great. He's a great it's player. It's not disrespecting James Harden.
2: It's praise for Kobe. Ja- Bryant. As
1: explosive as James Harden is offensively now, Kobe was. Kobe was just as explosive. Like you said, Kobe transitioned it on the entire game. And you felt him on both
2: ends. Just James reminds
1: me a lot of Kobe in the sense of how explosive you he see can Kobe get. in
2: every player today. Yeah. Kevin Durant has that footwork because of Kobe. Because LeBron, of guys like LeBron, him.
1: LeBron, uh, it, it's a mixture of Jordan and Kobe, but LeBron's because, got that footwork yeah, mid range now Kobe because took, of that. Took
2: parts of every great player before him, put it into his game, and yeah. now it translates into the youth of today. It was so cool to see. Guys that are just coming like our dude, <laughs> fucking cat just like leaped right up on that ledge, dude. Your cat's always doing something, but I love that, that the awesome. youth of today's game. Like there are players like right about our age entering the league at, you know, Trey Young and dude. Bro, I look up Luka Doncic. Fool born in '99. Yes, my like, bro. Zion is eight, uh, nineteen. He just turned nineteen right before he started playing. Um, i know I'm like i'm like these kids are like basically our
1: age i'm yes. like oh
2: and then they have to go out and play in front of twenty thousand people right there but then the millions watching but uh you see their influence his influence in these guys and because this is kind of that first generation that's getting into the league that really uh well not not really watched all of them well but... this is the first generation that never played with kobe Yes, that's true. They never competed against him. They admired him from afar because they never got to play with him.
1: Yeah, like Lillard played against him. Kyrie played against him. Um, Kimball Walker played against him. KD. KD um, played against him a lot. LeBron played against him a lot. These dudes like and Zion Williamson.
2: uh, They look at him as
1: uh, a mentor, a legend, a childhood hero. They never competed against him. Mm -hmm. So... They were they they were never peers. They were never peers, and they're probably um, glad they never were. Well, they, they wanted to it, play against it keeps Kobe, that,
2: that like a mortal... It keeps them in that like that god tier almost. Yeah,
1: because if you competed
2: against Kobe that, while,
1: while y'all were playing, he was gonna get the best of you. Yeah, like he just was. But then, uh, it's just so hard not to respect him, no matter who you rooted for. Nobody cares who you rooted for. Like, I, like it didn't matter who you rooted for because you knew that Kobe. You knew that he was outworking your favorite player. You knew that he was gonna show up to the game prepared. You knew that he did his his, mm-hmm, his studying before the game. You knew that you knew that if you like like what Kobe said, I'm not mad I never won ten championships. The team that beat us beat us. Straight up beat us.
2: Yeah. We
1: did the best we could. Did the best we could. The Suns are better than us. The Spurs are better than us. The Pistons were better. The Celtics were better. I don't know what you want us to say. You know? Yeah. And that's just the way it was. No regrets. Um, and that's what Kobe did. I mean, man, I love I love watching his highlights in his old games. I loved watching it last week. I loved watching it last month. I loved watching it in 2013, 20. dude when, like when we first started watching basketball, when I first started watching basketball, Kobe was, was the man. He was basketball.
2: Like Kobe Bryant, he, he made his badass.
1: I remember watching. 20, my dad, my dad was actually a pretty big Kobe fan. Like, yeah, he's a big fan of Kobe and Tom Brady in the sense that I he not respect what they did. He respects them, and he knows like how badass they are. Like every time. The Lakers were down. Every time the Patriots were down, I'd be like, just watch, just watch, just watch, watch. Yeah. I remember twenty ten.
2: There's very few. I was like kind
1: that. of rooting for the Celtics a little bit. I kind, of, I liked Pierce. I liked Allen a lot. Um, I like KG a lot. But like, the Celtics were up in that game seven. And I was like, oh, this game. And my dad was like, my dad's like, this ain't game. Don't don't count on Kobe Bryant. He's like, don't ever count on Kobe. I was like, man, this game. Sure enough, the Lakers came back and won. I was like, shit. I remember thinking like, man, he was right. Like. Yeah, he was right. I counted you, out Kobe. You can't. He he feels that, that way about guys, Kobe though. and Tim and uh, not Tim. Well, he loves Tim Duncan, but Tom Brady and Kobe. Like my dad, he looked at them too. There's not that many guys that like can,
2: that you can just put your trust in. Like you could have bet the house on on Kobe uh, so many nights. Like you could just say, because there's be so many nights where Kobe would just get pissed off and not lose. Just wouldn't accept it. Would accept the loss. I think to Kobe say I'm gonna do it. Kobe
1: and Jordan were the only guys, even LeBron at times. Man, I have so many LeBron games. for like, but those two mainly, Kobe and Jordan, they would just get pissed off and not lose. Yeah, like i We've seen them not losing We've seen, seen LeBron
2: turn it on. I mean, oh, that, 2012, that, 2012, 2012 against the Celtics,
1: baby. I was not losing. That was a legacy game like we've never seen.
2: That's when he really flipped the script of his career.
1: 2016 was a great year for the NBA. We had that Kobe last year, farewell Kobe, his last game. Cavs
2: came back three one. Yeah, best team ever, Warriors. Uh, And the Warriors were good that year, best team ever. Final game, Kobe. It
1: feels weird, kind of disrespecting the Warriors because I, I like they're not done.
2: This is that's what scares me. Their break year. This is a break year. Clay gets to rest. Dude, these guys have not taken a summer off. Or like the whole summer off in so many years, that dude Steph with we see we we seen what what rest for LeBron has done.
1: It's funny because that game that Kobe popped his Achilles, he was playing like a baby Warriors that was becoming a great team. Well, we could see it because,
2: and looking back, like obviously after the Kevin Durant move, it was like, like obviously it was it was it was easy to hate on them because it was like it was wow. easy and they stacked the lead. Think about that. Think about what they did. And how they did everything right. They drafted, they drafted, Oh well, yeah, they drafted everybody, but they KD. took care of their players. Yeah. Um, they were smart. They didn't, they didn't make, they didn't pay washed up dudes. In fact, they traded their the guys who were getting up in yeah. age, like Monte <laughs> Ellis and cause they invest in their future. And then when the time was right, they yeah. brought in a superstar.
1: Dude, I, ever since he made the move to the nets, I, all the disrespect in my heart is gone. I think it's ridiculous. They disrespect Kevin Durant. Everybody yeah. will regret ever disrespecting him if we're not with him, unfortunately, one day. Like Kevin Durant, I think Kevin Durant, healthy, is the second best player in the world right he, now. When healthy, yeah. he is the best offensive player in the world right now. Kevin Durant, with a, a lot of respect, has the offensive cannon that Kobe had, but Kevin Durant's 6'10".
2: Yeah. Well, you know, like, no, Kevin Durant's 7 feet tall.
1: Dude K D is a legit he's so good that you added him to the Warriors, it's over. Well that's, no chance. We're not competing. Nobody there just is. There's no way that anybody else could've done it.
2: Bro, right. people he, gotta
1: stop disrespecting players. K D and disres- yeah, disrespecting a lot of our um our greats. Yeah, the great um, players to play play the game. Like
2: or keep it to the court, like I've seen so many times, like a great player will, like Katie. Oh, dude, Katie. I
1: I and, love during the game, you know, without having a better way of saying this, like fuck Katie, like when they're playing, yeah. But once the game's over, the dust is settled,
2: then it's like, well, so many people want like, and it's just it's just twelve year old boys in their room or forty year old guys in their mom's basement, but they take it personal. Oh, they make it taking per- it personal, like, yeah. Don't be a loser, like this guy has given you so much that you don't even know about like if you're a fan of the game yeah going back and watching those that Kobe made your, a lot of people's favorite player like he made them like he showed them the way
1: all the players all the best players in the game right now all the best players in the game for the past 5-6 years were absolutely influenced by Kobe yeah. Bryant you um, could, you couldn't I would resist, say more influenced by Kobe than, than Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan has been removed for a little while Michael Jordan influenced yeah.
2: Kobe but Kobe's influenced these kids yes like everybody who's putting on those eight and twenty-four jerseys right now, like yeah. to commemorate like yeah. that like the Pistons did it, like Trey Young did it, like it's obvious. You just see yeah. that you just see Kobe in their games. There's a clip of actually Tatum, uh, and they were very close because they did that detail on them and then they connected for like a summer and they just Oh yeah, together. they trained
1: a little bit, yeah.
2: And there's this clip move for move, step for step, like moment mm-hmm. for moment, they go, it shows Kobe, Tatum, Kobe in this video, and it's like it's a perfect representation of what he's doing. For, he did for these players today, um, and it, th- these players today are going to take it with them, and it's going to keep going. It's... Yeah, I think uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up soon. Um,
1: I I don't have a whole lot else to say, other than this is a huge, huge loss for the world, for the game, for for just the world.
2: The world's worse off today than we were a couple days ago. No doubt. Um we lost one of the biggest influences, biggest one of the biggest smiles in the world. Like we lost the mama mentality, dude. Like that's well, our job to keep it. To keep yeah. it around, to keep it going.
1: Dude I love I I love looking at all those old tweets where like and like the jokes about Kobe not passing. Well, like they're he, hilarious. And
2: well he's so funny because you know for much of his career he was like that heart of a lion like i'm not going to show you any emotion but on um, mamba out day
0: what's he doing oh with yeah Dan? he says yeah
2: for my whole career everybody said pass 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 and what yeah. they say tonight don't pass don't pass yeah <laughs> yeah that was a great night for him he was really mamba out and i we were talking about this before like how he started once he began his career on social media like once he started to show that that other side of himself like when if he started challenging all those players, like, he challenged
1: Giannis MVP.
2: Oh, those were so cool. And the, Yeah, he
1: started challenging people. They, they, they were the, like, yo, like, Kobe, give me a challenge. And it was
2: like the weight of the world was on those players. now I like, I got to go do yeah. this because yeah. not just anybody said it. Kobe Bryant said I it. think uh, it was Giannis that
1: was going to go train with Kobe. And I think he said he showed up to the gym, like, six hours early just to make sure he got there before Kobe. And I think he said he actually did, and he felt really good. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody got there, like, really early because that's, like – Kobe has always been like that. Like I'm going to get there before you. Like, Williams yeah, like Jay Williams was explaining, told that story. Yeah, where he got there and he's like I want to get there before Kobe. He got there. Fuck. Look who's there. Fucking Kobe. So he he didn't want to leave before Kobe. And then he just I guess he just like I'm t- like dude, I just can't war- warm up anymore. He's like I have a game in a few hours. Yeah. I cannot and then bro. after the game he said i did not want to like fanboy but i
2: had to ask him like why do you work so hard i couldn't let you and then he told him i couldn't bro, let you think that you were gonna work out
1: yeah, with me bro i just couldn't let you think and that, that that's you were what he did it me.
2: wasn't just the physical it was the mental and it was the, a mental warfare mental warfare and he would have done that to
1: anybody dude i remember that game when uh ron artest was on the rockets and yeah. man they were going back and forth that game and they were getting chippy that was awesome. Shout out to Ron Artest. He had well, some big test, shots in that game he seven. Had,
2: he had a lot of like real like real basketball moments, but he also just He was awesome. He did a lot. Remember 2011 when also. he gave JJ Barea that fucking arm bar, dude? He had, <laughs> yeah. He had physical moments for sure. Yeah. Now and then he took to his Paris. shirt off and walked off the court.
1: <laughs> yep. Now it's at the palace. And yeah, then he transformed dude.
2: himself into Metal World Peace. And
1: uh, then now I heard he turned himself into Panda Friend for a little bit.
2: Wasn't <laughs> <He laughs> that dude. iconic? He did. Um, That's a cool dude.
1: Yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap up and get out and out of here. Uh R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. G.G. I, uh, I will. I won't stop talking about Kobe for the rest of my life. Um, kids, kids, kids. He'll be. He'll, he'll be. Gonna know about. He'll Kobe, be just man. as big a part of my life um, in the future as he just was last week and the week before that. I mean, he lived. He lived in our memory in our mind all the time.
2: And that's not going to stop. The Strive House is just, it's going to have something. It's going kind to of have a little shrine. It's going to have Jersey on the wall or something. I mean, we just got to, just can never allow ourselves to forget. Yeah. Kobe. We can't do that. So that's how we got to honor him. Just bye.
1: And we'll go ahead and leave out this episode of Cover the Line, episode 17, right here on the Strive Network with RIP Kobe. Thank you, uh, Kobe. Go ahead and give your favorite Kobe moment before we dip. Uh, oh, wow. it was probably painful for you to remember
2: <laughs> I'll give this one uh, Kobe Bryant uh, Like we just kind of said Always got that rap for Pass the ball, pass the ball And then uh, <laughs> But what people tend to forget Is a lot of the times The result of him passing the ball Was bad Oh, he, we talked about it. his yeah. team's so bad. We're so bad sometimes. Yeah. So the not shooting game, games. Get, this was not in November or on a Tuesday night. This was Game Seven against Phoenix. I'm not shooting. He just, and he. It was his statement game. It was like, I'm gonna show you guys what happens. What year what, was that? I believe it was. Uh, I believe it was. Oh, no, it was 06. 2006. Game Seven, uh, Phoenix Suns. Was that that first round series when it was 2-7? Yes. yes. And he he said I'm just I'm not going to shoot tonight. I'm going to stand off. I'm going to let everybody else take care of this. And let me show you what happens when that, when that happens. Just just to just to we show. He did that. I don't yeah. remember. Just I mean, he shot that night, but it was like he was going to he made a statement. He was like, "I'm this is what we're this is what my team is." Look yeah, at them. arguably
1: my my favorite Kobe snapshot moment. Was that game winner versus Phoenix, probably in that very same series. But then my overarching favorite Kobe moment was the uh, the 2013 run. Yeah, when he gave us the yep. last bit of yep. Kobe Prime was the most Kobe thing ever. Where I'm gonna die before we don't make the playoffs. Yeah, it's played mind. every minute of every game for weeks and weeks and weeks in a row. I was like 35, 36 years old. Had no business doing that. LeBron has no business doing that. That's why he doesn't. Yeah. But Kobe was like, Kobe's best thing about him and worst thing about him was like, screw next year. Screw the health. I'm going to play every single minute this game because we got to get in the playoffs. And once we get in the playoffs, we can compete. But he literally metaphorically died that season, like (laughs) going balls to the wall. Yeah. Getting them. We're going to win this game. That was the same year thirteen when they had that game versus the Raptors where he made so many threes in the last minute, and that's what Kobe was. He walk, He tore his Achilles. Made two free throws. Walked out the floor. He was crying in that post game interview because he was pissed. He's like, I'm pissed, dude. Like I'm like I'm gonna be out for a while. Like I'm just pissed. He was he was pissed that he was injured and he couldn't play anymore. He gave it everything he had, and he said, "This sucks. This really sucks."
2: I think that's um, why he spent a lot of uh, his post-career helping uh, athletes rehab. Like, like when, uh, especially uh, when Hayward went down, he, he, yeah. he made a huge post about it. Uh, that thing was trended like crazy. I remember. He was so emotional. But then he spent a summer with him, working with him to yeah. help him. He just always wanted to teach. He always wanted to share as well. He's like, "I've been here before. This is what we were gonna do."
1: I remember following Kobe on Instagram throughout the Achilles recovery process. Pictures of him in the MRI with the doctor walking oh, around, all that type of stuff. All right, let's go ahead and get out. Of, get on out of here. Um, R.I.P. Mamba.
2: Mamba mentality forever.
1: We love you. Thank you eight. Um, thank you 24. Thank you eight. Thank you twenty four. Um,
2: and uh condolences to everybody involved in that crash a lot of a lot of lives were changed that day and uh yep absolutely it's just that this world will never be the same without it without you guys so
1: bro the super bowl is this weekend and i i really i just don't don't even care i'm like i can't think about any of Um
2: i usually like to watch the grammys just for fun even if even if i'm not that interested in the artists that year but i just didn't care I had it on Dude, I didn't play. even
1: think they could have the Grammys. I thought the the I, Lakers fans would not let anybody walk into the building. Well they
2: started telling people don't huddle around out here. But we can tell thousands of people wearing <sighs> yeah. purple and goal. Um I did like that they tributed him that night. Um how could, you, how could you not? Yeah,
1: there's no doubt about it. How could you not? Because he was becoming not only an athlete, but he was becoming a star in Hollywood.
2: There's well, no yeah. doubt in my
1: mind that he was gonna start
2: making movies. Well that can, that los angeles community feels it because he was he was involved like we said he didn't he didn't go into his mansion and hide he, he was, was the man in la he was out and about and uh so proves who the kind of guy he was thank you kobe thank you kobe thank you forget. we will never forget